Hello and welcome back to the Learning Esthetician Podcast with me, your host, Rated Lex the Skin Chick. And this is the podcast for my skin, fellow skin intellectuals, fellow knowledge junkies, estheticians who just like to learn and better their crafts. And not only do we focus on learning things in the industry, we focus on making sure we are balanced humans and we are taking care and learning about ourselves, learning about ourselves personally, as well as professionally and growing in both aspects of life today we are getting right back into our business plan series and last week we went over visual exercise just to see if we could start to get our mind focused on the type of business we want to have even if it's we're already in business and there's ways that we wanted to enhance I hope you were able to really visualize that and really work the exercise and wrote it down and allowed your mind to just wander and your heart to explode and explore into your imagination so I really hope that when you were doing the vision exercise you unlocked and unleashed your wildest dreams so we can make them goals there is a such thing called a confirmation bias and with vision work a lot of times we can kind of trick the brain into already feeling like you know what I've been here before it's doable because a lot of times when we can't wrap our mind around something or we can't see it or visualize it or we've never materialized it, it's hard to think that we're able to do it. You know, it's hard to think that it's able to obtain. And that's going to make it hard for us to pray or manifest whatever you get into. I kind of like both. I feel like they're different. But it's it's going to make it hard for you to get attracted to your goal and vice versa because you're going to start to create these subconscious roadblocks and procrastinations and and letting different things get in your way. But if we put it in our mind and start to think of it as a detailed thought, it will more so materialize in our mind as a memory. So it'll be like, hey, you know, your brain will say you did this before, you can do it again. Or if you can think it this vividly in this detail and create a plan to it, then it has to be able to be done, correct? So that's one approach I've been going at, you know, <laughs> with visualization. Not to mention, I've also started visualization or vision journaling. And it's when you journal in the future as it's the present. So I would write like December 17th, 2023. Or even 2022, because that has not gotten here yet. And I would write the day as if it was already, like, as if it, I'm already experiencing that day, as if I'm in the future. And you would write it as detailed as possible, as vivid as possible. And you keep it going. And that way you can start to think that. And I guess that's a form of manifestation and building up your subconscious to be able to support all of your goals and wild dreams. So I feel like a business plan is a way of visual journaling because you're writing out your goals, you're saying things that's going to happen in the future and all that there, you know. You are writing out um, numbers that you're predicting or hoping for and things like that and different goals and different treatments that you want to offer eventually. You are writing in the future, and I think a business plan is literally the basis of everything. Not only does it help you get, you know, your stuff in front of lenders and investors in a nice, organized way, in a professional way, but it helps you to create a plan for yourself, and it helps you to create an operational plan within your business because you know what your business needs, very detailed. So we've been on this business plan building and 
Today, we are going to worry about our company description and really getting down into the different operations and things that your business will need on the day-to-day, will stand for, will represent, and things like that. So the first part of your business plan is actually your executive summary. But even though that is the first thing in your business plan, that is not the first thing that you're going to write. Your executive summary is held to the end of your business plan. Why? Because it takes different parts of your business plan, excuse me, that you need to navigate through in order to create your executive summary. It is little bite-sized pieces of the most detailed and most um, important parts of each headline of your business plan. And your executive summary is the most important part of your business plan because it's often the only part that prospective investors or lenders and people that are interested in your business will even read. You know, they may stop there. I think about when I was in college and I'm reading through certain things. I had to read the beginning, the middle, and the end. And this is kind of what happens with business plans, starting with your executive summary. And you write it last, like I said, but it's going to include things like an overview of your business, a description of your product and or services, your goals for the business, your proposed target market, your competition and how you differentiate from them, your management team and their prior experience and your financial outlook for the business. And that's just a brief, really quick pinpointing different areas of your um, executive summary. It is one page, but sometimes other people will put different things in there to continue to fill it out. But these are the bases of what you would need in your executive summary. So like I said, I like to work from broad to more narrow. And we, before we even get to writing our company description or anything like that, we are going to take time to ask some questions that'll help your mind get to going. That'll help you to develop and pull from each part of these questions to help you really get this company description down. So go ahead, get your notebook, get your paper, get whatever you need and go and go and get ready. We're going to slide into the commercial. And when we get back, we're going to start with our first set of questions to start to write our company description, part 1A of your business, one excuse me, 1B of your business plan. So I'm going to tell you to get your notebook every single time. So go get your notebook because I really want you guys to really write this down or type it down. And I'm going to go ahead and get started into our questions. And honestly, some of these questions you may have to think a little bit on or Google on or maybe come back to it later or it doesn't apply to you. So you need to let it fly. But I'm going to go ahead and get started into our bigger questions and we're going to keep narrowing down. Question one, who will your management and organizational team be? So this is fun because you get to pick your people. If it's you, you get to say all these roles you're going to be. You can type it out. You can put it as a nice little um, like flow chart when we get to actually putting it together. There's cool ways to show this. So what will your management team or organizational be? Excuse me, organizational team be? What are their qualifications? Are you going to need any outside consultants? What will your practices and policies be for hiring new employees? That's a big one because let me tell you what separates what I think 
homemade businesses <laughs> to brand businesses, if you get what I'm saying. Um, maybe like, I don't know, but you, you get what I'm saying. Cause some may be hitting sometimes, so I don't even know, mm. but more so what makes you stand out and feel more like an actual company than just somebody running a business half wit is really having an onboarding process for your team, training your members so they know what standard to come on in. And giving them the knowledge. A lot of time we see frictions in business because things weren't put up front. No matter what size your business is, I don't care if it's just you, that's your employee or your um, worker. A lot of you guys may do like booth rents or something like that. Where I am, that's not totally legal. Um, so, but what's your employee handbook? What's the standards? What's, the, what's going on there? What's your onboarding process for new employees? And... How will you go about hiring these people? What will you be looking for? What will be your questionnaire for them? Go ahead and think all this out because not only what I'd like to do, not only while you're creating your business plan, you're creating a plan for the inside and operation of your business. So think about these things. All right, back to the questions. What will be your planned organizational structure? So like I was saying, you want to go ahead and put a flow chart together with, hey, the manager, this is her, or if you don't have somebody, what qualifications will the manager need to have? Um, and what will be their daily task and daily functions within the shop? What would be their goals and things like that? The better and more concise and detailed we can be now, the more beneficial we'll be later. Next question, what are your goals for staffing expenses and benefits? Next question, what are your initial products or services? So this is fun because I really just decided to write out the whole menu at this point and name my menu. So when it was time to decide what I wanted on my menu, I already had it done because I did it at this part. So I decided to go in a tiered way for my menu when I approached my facials and just named them by different levels. And I wrote out everything that I can offer just so I even knew what I would have to buy. So go ahead and this is going to take some time. This isn't a fly-by-night thing. This is really some, some, some thinking. What are your proprietary features? Do you have any patents, copyrights, or anything else that you need to protect your business because you do want to hire other people or maybe you're going to join in with other people? What's going on there? Um, and intellectual property. Big thing. What are your future plans, products, or services? I love this one because it gave me some hope. I was like, okay, I can only offer this right now because I know I'm working off of this budget. But later on down the road, I want to offer this, 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 and this. And it gives me a clear mind on what I need to, how I need to grow to that and how I'll need to start feeding that into my clientele to even see if it's something that would be worth bringing. So this way of thinking ahead is going to allow me to better plan for my present. So that when I'm ready to bring it on, I can be like, okay, you know, for instance, I thought tooth jewels were going to be a big thing here. And before I spent any money in there, I just kind of tested it out, bought a small little bit and seen, you know, before you just went ahead and bought $6,000 worth of something. Next question. 
What will be a required, excuse me, what will be required in the way of facilities for you? So like what, how much space are you going to need? What do you want parking? What's going to be the schematics? Like, do you, are you going to need places for inventory? Are you going to need storage? Are you going to need an area to do shipping and product packaging? Think about things like that. And what will be your hours of operation? Nine to five. So I have hours and I'm still appointment only. So you can book an appointment anytime between these hours. But don't just pull up on me. I don't do walk-ins. What will your requirements be for equipments and vehicles and all those things? Leases, improvements, computers. These are almost like your fixed assets. Like think about things like that. And you'll really, we'll get to this a little bit later in budgeting. But definitely think about this now. Describe your product process and capacity. Do you have the necessary managerial and technical expertise or do you need to subcontract out? Do not be afraid to subcontract out. Go ahead and save up for it. Get it. So that way you are making your life easier. If it's not your area of expertise while you're learning it, because you still should have a good knowledge on it, sub out. Who are going to be your vendors? Think about who you want to work with, your product line. I liked knowing what product line I wanted to carry because their philosophy and their mission and vision has to be somewhat similar to mine. So before I even decided to focus on my company mission, I was already thinking, let me start looking at this product line. Oh, no, they said this little weird thing. I can't get with them because they aren't going to help fulfill. They don't, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't stand for my mission or vision. So think about that and how you're going to develop with and how you're going to develop a relationship with them. And what other requirements and taxes and leasings and licensings will you need? Business license um, and think about insurance, things like that. Because when you're thinking about all the things you want to offer, naturally you want to know how to cover yourself. So that's a good time to think about insurance as well. I was going to go back through all these questions and read them again. But again, you can flip this and reverse it. <laughs> you can pause, flip it and reverse it. It's y'all for me a bit blank yet. All right. If you get it, you get it. If you know, you know. I know I gave you guys a lot of questions, but this is literally one of the questionnaires I filled out. While I was trying to really start to get my company description down and everything that is in the company description. And when I was trying to be as detailed as possible to start building my business plan and my operational plan within the business. So we're going to slide in a little breaky break here and we'll be back. Everybody, everybody, get your learn on. What? Everybody, get your learn on. Welcome back to the Learning Esthetician, the podcast, and let's go on in. Now we are going to be discussing these questions that will help us narrow down to a very good, succinct, concise, detail-oriented company description page. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Feel free to write down the questions, the answers, whatever, however you want to get down and get jiggy with it, go ahead. Question one. And I want to let you know, 
Some of these questions may sound the same. You ever take a test? And it's like, they asked me this question already a different way. There's a reason why we do it this way. All right. Question number one. My company name will be. My business purpose is. Now, let me break down purpose a little bit. Because I think a lot of people get hung up on purpose just in general, like as in people. But what is the reason your business was created? Like, why does it exist? What's its intention? What's, its go- what's going to be its main focus? What's, what's, what, what is it going to represent? Think of it like that. I think a lot of times we get wrapped up in, oh, I want to make sure I fulfill my purpose, that we miss our purpose when we can all share one purpose of just being kind. We can all share our one purpose in living life the best and honest way that we can. So what, 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 what way do you want to represent your business? What will it represent? What would be its purpose? Sorry, I went off on a tangent on that. Let's reel it in, girl. Reel it in. <laughs> I plan to organize my company as what? Do you plan to be an LLC, a sole proprietorship, a partnership, a corporation? How are you going to get down? Most common I see is, has been LLC, but you know, you can get jiggy however you get jiggy. Our next question will be, I have been in business since or in plan on starting when? And don't worry because if you're just now starting your business and you still want to flex your experience, that question's coming up. The managers of my company will be. My experience as an owner, and if you're going to be the owner and manager, and manager are what? Flex on yourself. Talk to yourself up, okay? Like, yeah, sis. Yeah, bro. Talk that good stuff about yourself. This is the place to do it. The products and or services I provide and or sell are the features and benefits of what I'm selling are. So what's going to be the cool thing about your feet? Like, do you have a top-notch machine? Do you have this special training? Do you have this special package or connections? What's going to be it? My products and services were different from competition by... Just what's going to make you different. You don't got to hate on another business. Remember, apples and oranges. And what makes my products or services unique and desirable on its own merit? And customers will buy from me because. That to me is like an affirmation. I wanted to say because I said so. So let me go back over these questions. Remember, these questions are to get your mind going to start to narrow down to our company description. And I'm going from a broad to narrow way. Like, what is it? Inverted pyramid. That's how I like to think things out. I like to brainstorm, brain dump, start to organize it, and then really get it concise. So I'm sharing my process with you. I'm going to read back through these questions really quickly because you can always lay it down, flip it, and reverse it. It is a podcast. My company name will be, my business purpose is, I plan to organize my company as, I've been in business since or plan on starting when. 
my managers of the company will be, my experience as an earner is, the product and or services I sell or provide are, the features and benefits of what I'm selling are, my product slash services differ from competition by, what makes my product and service unique and desirable is, and customers will buy from me because. So I'm going to go ahead and slide a commercial in right here and allow you to take time to write some of those out or finish some of your sentences. And when we get back, we're going to start part two to our inverted pyramid approach on creating our company description. Now it's time for part two, Skintellectuals, and we are focusing on what is our business description. And your company description provides an overview of the key aspects of your business, knowing what you want to do, what makes your business run, what makes it unique. And anyone that can read your business description should have no problem understanding the scope of your business and understanding how it's going to operate. Lenders and investors will look at this and understand its place in the market and in the industry and as well as its benefits to them as investors and lenders and to future customers and what it adds to the community. It's going to include things like your mission statement and your vision statement and just, you know, the overall like what your is your think of it as your business's dating profile. A good one, not one of the lazy ones. (laughs) And we all remember the five W's and the one H, right? The who, what, where, when, why, and how. We learned that in elementary school. We're going to apply this same concept to the business plan description. Let's start with who you are. You've already written this down in your questions. So all you have to do is pull out any question that answers who you are and who your business is. And put that under the who. So any question that we asked in part one, both parts of part one, if it fits under a who, put that in this column. All the who's. Who you are, who your business is, who your target customer is, who you're selling to. You want to include your name, the business name. You want to describe who your business is going to appeal to, your target customer. We're going to go a little bit deeper into your target customer, but just get just give an overall explanation right now. So anything in those questions before that we wrote in who, put it under these questions as well. So if I'm writing this out, I would write who at the top. Who are you? I'd write that next to it. Who is what? Who or what is your business? Write that next to it. What is your target customer? Write that answer next to it. Who are you selling to? Write that next to it. And then underneath that, I would take any answer that we already asked and answered and put it under who if it matches. What? What is your product or service? And what are your goals for the business? And when you're talking about your products and services, you really want to be as clear as you can because these are going to be people reading about your industry who have no clue what you're talking about. So just to say, I don't know, a Brazilian, 
maybe they wouldn't get that. So a Brazilian and a description of what that is. And for me, when I started writing down my what for my products and services, it started to help me, like I said, develop my menu and my pricing. Then what are your goals for your business? Your short-term goals, your long-term goals. How much you plan on selling, how many products, how many services by this month, by that month. Go ahead and get into as much as descriptive goals as you can. So let's break this down. Number two for our column is going to have what on top of it. And the first question is, what is your product or services? We are going to have both of those as service providers. So you would want to answer that as two separate questions, as detailed as possible. What are your goals for the business? How much product you want to sell? What will be your return? on your investment how much do you want to make from services and then go through our previous questions again and anything that could fit under what put it under this column now on to where where is your business located is it just an e-commerce online are you a virtual esthetician do you do a hybrid approach go on in and explain that along with your operating businesses and where you'll be taking place. Do you also plan to vend? Do you plan on doing live sales on your Facebook? Any question that can be covered under the scope of where we want to put it in this column. Let's move on to when. When will you implement your business and see the results? When are you going to open it if that's what you did? Or, or what's your next goal like? When are you going to scale? When are you going to add a team member? When are you going to add a new service? When are you going to add a new product? Things like that. The next question, when do you plan on achieving your goals? So when you want to start them, what's the goal you're going to have for that that you, that you implement? And then when do you plan on achieving the goal? So when do you plan on implementing? When do you plan on achieving? And then this next question could be, when do you think you'll leave your business? And I like this because it made me think of retirement. What's your exit strategy? Are you going to shut it down? Are you going to pass it on? Will you make it a franchise? Can somebody buy you out? Now, this is tentative because this can always change. But when do you think you will leave? Answer these questions, then go back through our other questions. And anything that fits under the scope of when, put it in this column. Why? Why would any potential customer want to buy from you? Explain why you're different. Remember, apples and oranges. You don't have to hate on anybody. You don't have to hate on anybody. We can have friendly competition. If you have apple juice and I have orange juice, orange juice is still bomb. I'm just this over here and you're that over there. I don't got to hate on you to know that we're different. And why are you in business? What is your, what's your mission to do? What are you about to do with this business? Why did you step into the game and how are you about to change it? Answer these questions under why and then go back and review our previous questions from part one and put them under here if they answer why. This is a good way to start to organize and carpet. Can I talk today? This is a good way to organize and compartmentalize. Wow, that that almost didn't come out. Your thoughts for your business. So our next one is how. 
How are you going to structure your business? LLC, partnership, blah, blah, blah. Explain your structure decisions. What will be the task of each person? How are you going to achieve the goals you set for your business? And how do you picture your company in the future? Answer those three questions, then go back through the answers from part one. And then if anything answers how out of those questions, put it in this column as well. Writing a business description is the portion of your business plan that should be fun. It's a lot of work, but you should enjoy it. It should give you a sense of hope. It should give you a sense of power. It may feel a little bit overwhelming, so you may need to step away. Because sometimes, even though we're talking about something good, our mind starts to go, whoa, this is so much. How am I going to handle it? So just take a step back. If you feel overwhelmed, breathe and come back at it. You just want to make sure you answer the five W's and the one H. Keep it short and simple and easy to read and make sure it's detailed, descriptive, concise, and clear. This is the end of this episode today. When we get back tomorrow, I will go over a few company descriptions from some businesses that I like. I'll share mine. We'll have a little exercise to help you really narrow it down and write it. And then we'll move on to part two of the business plan. All right, that's it for today. I'm also very excited to announce that the Facebook group is back open for this. I'll be putting a lot of different um, templates in here to help follow along with our business planning journey in there. And I've also changed it from an accountability group to just a study group. It is our study hall. It's where it's the after show or the after party of the podcast where you can get more information and share and talk to other people. I'm really looking to build a community of people who love to learn no matter where you are on the spectrum. And I am not going to, there's no shame in learning in my group. I like to start from the basics sometimes all over again and go back to the more complicated things. So we are going to have a good time and learn and there's not going to be no shade when somebody don't know the answer. Uh-uh. We want to learn everybody, everybody get your learn on. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and you enjoy the rest of your day.